Welcome to the Open Your Faith podcast, a ministry of Victory Worship Center in Bartlesville, Oklahoma. We pray that the discussions and topics that are discussed today will be a blessing to you, and that in all of your getting, you will get understanding. I'm Amanda Stroop. And I'm David Stroop III. Always the third. And we're the pastors at Victory Worship Center, the church in the mall. Right? Yeah. I think that's what we're going to call the podcast, the church in the mall. Church in the mall podcast. Or the Victory Church in the Mall podcast. Yeah. Preaching the uncompromised and uncomplicated word of God. Uncomplicated. The word of the Lord is. I like that word. Yeah. The word of the Lord is. Maybe we should call it that. The word of the Lord is podcast. Yeah. Or you could do your Pastor David is the word of the Lord. Yeah. Maybe. Well, we're, we'll let our viewers, our listeners, our tell fans. us what they think. Give us some ideas. I mean, I think we're just super excited to do this anyway. I'm excited. Yeah. Are you excited? I am. I was told to do this a long time ago by a friend. By a friend? Yeah. Stephanie Buckland. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why did so she? We're finally starting it, Mrs. Buckland. But why did she tell you to do it then? She really felt like it was going to reach people because of how I teach, how I preach, and mm-hmm. how I don't. Uh, back down or back away from truthful topics and hard that topics. That you don't. It's Mm-mm. true. Well. Not afraid. This has been a labor of love, this podcast. Mm-hmm. We've been trying for this week, days, to get this up and running. So I'm super excited even to have this audio. The equipment has been trying the fruit of the Spirit in us. It, yeah. Yeah. Have I been successful in my self-control? You're doing wonderful. Thank you. When you came in here earlier and looked at me and I didn't say anything and you said, hello, I was like, I better be respectful because I didn't know who was behind you. Oh, and, not just to be respectful to me. Well, no, I, <laughs> I'll i be respectful to you, but it's really important. I know when there's other people with us because you give me more grace than hmm. that. So, well, normally you do. When there's more people around, when there's other people no, around? No, when it's just me and you. I give you more grace when it's just me and you? Yeah. Oh. To be, you know, myself and not pastoral. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk on this first episode about, I love saying that first episode. I'm so excited. I mean, we've had a podcast before, but it was just you teaching. Season one, episode one. Season one, episode one, man. There you go. I like it. Yeah. So Victory Worship Center. Some people don't know. We've got, we're going to have people listen that aren't familiar with us, but Victory Worship Center didn't start out as Victory Worship Center. So why don't you um, talk about that for a minute and I'll interrupt you when I want to, because that's what I do. Well, that is marriage. Yep. Mm -hmm. So I've known for years that God wanted me to be a pastor, start a church. Um, Even when I was 18, 19, 17, somewhere even maybe around there. He told me that I needed to begin thinking of a name for my church. And so I began to pray about it even back then and uh, different things. But when it was kind of time for me to step out, I was talking to some friends at another church, and his wife came up with the uh, vertical church, which at the time was not a big church um, that's known out there now. Uh, Not ours, but uh, another church. But... Anyway, so I liked it, and I thought it was cool, and I would always explain how people, uh, you know, until they look up, 
uh, and realize that they need God in their lives. Their their lives are spinning out of order and out of control, and and so we were a vertical church. But for several years before uh, a few years after that, it, God really just started dealing with my heart about changing the name of the church. And so I went through several different options, and finally went to my team, my staff, and and uh, presented Victory Worship Center to them because one of the prophetic words back in 2011 when we first started and we met in a library in Tulsa, Oklahoma, uh, Zero Library, the librarian there was wonderful to us and let us meet at 2 p.m. on Sundays, but we had to be quiet still. So yeah, she was wonderful, but she would eyeball me from the door like, <laughs> she please turn the soundboard sh- down. We got the typical librarian hush just with her finger she sure did. over her mouth, yeah, over her lips, but... Anyway, one of the words that came to us from a, a visitor that day, a, a minister that was a visitor, she said, one of the things, she came up to me after church, she said, I need to speak something to you. And she said, one of the things you're going to be known for is being a worshiping church, which she didn't know anything about me and how I love worship. How, you know, I play the piano, I lead worship uh, for our church, in our home, all those things. Um and so when we started to rename the church, I, I love, as well, Victory Christian Center in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I was raised up there with Pastors Billy Joe and Sharon Darty, and um, that place means a lot to me, the faith of it, the heritage, uh, the integrity of it. And I just love the word victory because for us to have the victory, it means the devil doesn't. Two people can't have the victory at the same time in that sense. And so... Being Victory Worship Center meant we would be a place where people would come to know victory in their lives, regardless of the attacks, the circumstances, uh, the turmoil, uh, sickness, whatever it is, demonic attack, and then also uh, we would be a worshiping church. And so that is at the core of our being, of our identity as a church. And then being a center, of course, that's what we're all going to be about here um, and so it's, it's kind of neat where we are now. We have a, a, a really big place with potential uh, that could expand and really be a place uh, center for all kinds of ministry to happen. So you just piece some things together, puzzle pieced a few things together to create the name Victory yeah. Worship Center. Yeah. And, and under the uh, conversation and leading with the Holy Spirit, asking if that was all right and like I said, I talked to my team, and they all loved it. There's several reasons why we put those words together, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it was several things, and I think that's okay because, I mean, people do that, things that mean something to them, mm-hmm. you know, in their lives and in ministry and different aspects like that. Was it hard for you to go from one name to the other um, just to decide that? No, no, I was I was more ready than uh, even before I told my team, mm-hmm. uh, and then when I announced it to the church, you heard this. It was like almost like there was a sigh of relief in the spirit, and the people responded to that as if it was as that name was released. They breathed it in. There was an, there was. Um, acceptance of it right then we never had any kind of uh resistance on that okay that's awesome so victory worship center no 
Now, although you're still connected with Pastor Sharon, we're not an affiliate of Victory Church. Not like that. Yeah. We're friends, but we are our that own. That confuses people sometimes. Yeah, we are we are friends um, and uh, minister together. I was on staff there, but um, and she's come here, and I've traveled down there to Tulsa and, and played. Uh, but no, we are our own ministry. We, we can license and ordain. Uh, we are our own incorporation. We're not a denomination. We're not connected with another church in that sense where we have to pay dues and and things like that. We are our own because we want to be able to let Victory Worship Center, uh, Vertical Church Incorporated is what we are, DBA, Victory Worship Center. And we always wanted to let the church family be in charge and have ownership of all of their land, their buildings, their vehicles, the property of, of the church belongs to the people, not to an organization or a denomination. And we're not supported by any denomination or any other church. Correct. So that it we like to clarify that in our membership. When yes. we talk about membership, the people know they're not uh, getting connected with some kind of denomination. It is Victory Worship Center, the entity itself. Which which some people say, oh, well, then you're a Lone Ranger and you have no covering. But we... We have people in our lives personally. Yeah. Um, I have a personal pastor, Apostle Scott Lovett, with Real Church in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, and then I have my elders here, the leadership team, the advisory council. Um, so we're not a lone ranger in the sense of it's a one-man show. It's We're a team, and we make decisions together. Absolutely. No rogue here. No. <laughs> uh-uh. Lone ranger. I don't know anything about cowboys and Indians, so I won't go into any of those puns or really corny jokes. So um, do you think someday that you'll use the name Vertical in some form or capacity to uh, not memorial memorialize it, mm-hmm. but to, as it was special at first, not at first, that's not the right word, not special at first, it was the name. Mm-hmm. And it's still the name as the corporation, but... Is that is that gone and past? You're you're we're moving past that, or was that something that you would in ever... print maybe? Mm-hmm. Um, retro logos. Ooh, that would be cool. Uh, we do have it on our website at openyourfaith.com dot uh, com that explains our about uh, section. Uh, but we may do things like that. But it just mm-hmm. depends on what ministries we start up in the future. Different outreaches. Um, just it depends on that. But we will have it in print. On different things, different so, items. So you're saying there's a chance. Oh, there is a chance. Vertical. <laughs> My sister used to always say that. I always thought it was really special. She she coined that little. It's not v a jingle. for vertical. Now it's v, v for, for victory. Yeah, right. So um, you didn't always want to be a pastor, even though you always were kind of ministry minded. So maybe tell people about that. About you wanted to be a lawyer and a doctor of some sort, and you didn't want to have any kids, and now we have six kids. I wanted to be a Christian, of course. Well, sure, ministry-minded. Yeah, ministry-minded, but I didn't I didn't want to be a pastor, and there were personal reasons for that, mm-hmm. uh, different um, uh, variables. And so it wasn't until 10th grade I had been raised in charismatic, Pentecostal, Holy Spirit-filled environments or uh, surroundings but 
I realized in 10th grade all my friends that I was praying with and they were receiving Jesus, then they would go to a church uh, in town and and get filled with the Holy Spirit and come back and tell me how they were speaking in tongues and different things like that. And so I realized in 10th grade, you know what, I, I've never asked for that. And so I went to a church service that weekend and there was a guest minister at the church, and he prayed for people who wanted to be filled with the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues, which that is of no debate here at Victory Worship Center. Um, so anybody that wants to write in or comment, or we, we, it won't change our position on it. Nope. Uh, we've already experienced it. We know it is truth. And so I uh, went down front, and the minister went to pray for me, and as soon as he did this, I literally heard the wind of God, and it just flew down and just hit me right in my chest, and out came tongues. And um, from then on, I answered the call. I knew I'd been called, but at that point in 10th grade, I answered the call to do whatever God wanted me to do. And so he changed. Uh, I wanted to be a lawyer, doctor, live for myself, and never have any real responsibilities like that, make lots of money. And but now I, 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 I don't make lots of money. I'm blessed, but I am kind of a lawyer and a doctor at the same time as a pastor. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I just think that's neat in to... the spirit and ministering healing and mm-hmm. yeah. I think that's neat, um, even to to think about that you had been saved basically your entire life. I mean, you were you just grew up in it. You accepted it. You went with it. You ran with it. But didn't even... Legend says I, I came <laughs> out of the womb speaking John 3.16. Well, I maybe. I, yeah, sure. Absolutely. <laughs> maybe you had teeth, too, and hair and full grown. I was actually born at I six know. months. Right. Yeah. Little miracle baby, my mom says. You're a walking miracle just in general. But, <laughs> but neat that... Them. Yes, we do. Neat, neat that you went through that whole time of your life... Being a Christian, but really that whole shift and change. Very evangelistic. Right. You yeah. still The Holy Spirit still led me even mm-hmm. though I I didn't realize that there was more. Yeah. <laughs> I just been around it so much so it, it wasn't even a question of mm-hmm. wondering. I was so used to it and comfortable. Yeah. But then realized I needed him in a deeper way mm-hmm. than what I experienced. And he really did change it, he changed my entire thinking, mm-hmm. processing of all of it. Like before, I would have those moments of doubting God or His existence, heaven. I'd have I'd ask those questions that every kid asks. But once the Holy Spirit came and lived on the inside of me, in the sense of baptizing me for ministry and for purpose to move forward, uh, that anointing for that calling. Everything changed. I never, never doubted like that again in my heart of hearts. Yeah. So you established the church. Let's back up just a little bit, though. You first were playing music. That's really what you did first. Mm-hmm. Is you learned how to play the piano because your mom made you. Hmm. Still a little bitter about it. She Five dollar piano lesson. She didn't let you play hockey. Best money she ever spent. She wanted you to play piano. Right. And she, I mean. Because she, of braces. Now she's right. I mean, yes. it was uh, a she great was investment. Being led of the Lord and didn't even realize it. Five dollars. Five dollars for Man, thirty minutes. From we were a paying a lot more for me to take lessons. Oh my goodness! Four foot tall something 
elderly lady, Bless elderly her. lady, Mrs. Murray. She was she was so cool. She'd be so excited to see you in heaven someday. Mm-hmm. See all the music you played. Right. I love that story you tell about when you had started learning, or you had just like basically learned past what she could teach you, and you would just play for her. In right. your lessons, and she would just listen to you play. I think that is the greatest. Yeah, because I, I can it, just imagine. Did two or three of them like that until she was just like, "Well, I'm <laughs> time I'm, to go." Yeah, go on to uh, college now and learn how to play. Started in fourth grade, taking piano lessons mm-hmm. all the way to tenth uh, grade, right around there, and then took jazz piano from ninth to twelfth grade. So I actually know what I'm doing. I play by well, ear. I think that's obvious. I play by ear, and I can read notes and charts and and every chord, every progression, every scale, every I understand what I'm doing, but because I've learned my instrument and brought order to it, there's a unique flow that the Holy Spirit is able to do um, in that. That's and that's specific for me. Everybody has their own connection there, but that's how God did it for me. And you've never been, as far as I understand, since I know you, you've never been one to just be like, I know it all. I've learned it all. Oh, I'm, I'm done. You're very open to new techniques. Well, you can new. answer that. I'm, I practice all the time. He does. Pra- and I do like listening to you. I love listening to you practice, even when you're doing the same chord progression over and 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 then getting frustrated and playing it. I have so much more to learn about it. Yeah, I love that. I think that's awesome. But I know enough to be able to flow with Holy Spirit in our services, mm-hmm. uh, when I'm playing for other people, um, most of the time they can just start singing something, whatever they sing it in, and I can almost instantly know the key, find the key, and play for them. And which Pastor Sharon already helped me train me a lot mm-hmm. in that because we—that's just what she did. So you've played in churches, many, many churches, mm-hmm. traveled with several different ministries, playing mm-hmm. the piano, and then in. 2011, you decided to start your own church. I knew it was time to step out, and when I was, I was an associate pastor at that time, and uh, with Pastor Phil Clements, wonderful man of God. And when I He's went to him and man. asked him about stepping out, his his word to me was, Pastor David, you have more training under your belt than <laughs> most men ever get, and so he blessed me and gave me his. His approval, and then and blessed me with sound equipment and a keyboard, and launched me out into it, and it was it was a great experience. And he was not intimidated by you. Um, he was awesome. He is awesome. He is awesome. He is yes, awesome. He is awesome. He's he is pastoring awesome in person. Katy, Texas. Yeah, he's awesome uh, now. Yeah, powerful man of God. Yes, and sweet wife Jill. Well, and he taught you really how to love ministry and love people and you can do both yeah you can do both i watched him you can enjoy Mm -hmm. it even in the hard stuff you can enjoy it there was one time when we were there i remember watching him wipe a table and i thought that is a pastor he was wiping tables with everyone else and that's how we strive to be we will get right in there with everybody else wash tables clean tables clean up Clean the toilets. We're vacuuming. It is our house too, and we want it to look really nice. So we just all work together. It was nice to see. Which there, I know there's a lot of pastors that are like that. But there's a lot of them that aren't. I've seen a lot that weren't. Yeah. So 
it was nice to be in a church like that. And, and he was a good teacher too. Good preacher. Would you say he was a preacher? A little both. Preacher. I think he does both. What do you mean? Preacher, like, pastor? He, you know, he gets excited sometimes. Oh, yeah. But he's, yeah, he's yeah. a very good teacher. Very, me, very right? good teacher. Mm-hmm. Especially he loves end times. He loves your plan. Yes. He loved your piano. We always appreciated each other's gifts and (laughs) flowed well together like that. Okay, so let's move. Did you want to say anything else about that? Mm. Okay, good. We're going to move on to you start the church in the library Mm -hmm. um, in Tulsa, right? Yes. But but your heart was not to keep it there, right? Right. You, You always knew that you were going to move the church somewhere else, but you just knew you had to start somewhere. Yes, I so had to start it. it there. I couldn't wait anymore. And you and I and Joey, we hauled equipment every week, every weekend yeah. from your garage down, probably like three minutes, right, to your house, from your house to About, the yeah. Zara Library. And, and it was hot, 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 hot. It was August. Well, it wasn't hot at first, and then April. it got hot. It was April, then it got really hot, you know, Oklahoma weather. And we're hauling equipment in and out, in and out. And then it's such a neat experience, though, to remember. And we have cool pictures of it. So then we moved. So why don't you tell us the progression from Zara Library? Well, that's not true. You actually started the church in your house. I Yes, and some of the members, we went some, house to house, like mm-hmm. the Book of Acts talks about. Yep, started ha- we have pictures of that, too. And then from there, Zara Library. Mm-hmm. And then I... Got the leading of the Lord to we were going to need to be in Bartlesville, mm-hmm. Oklahoma, which is north of Tulsa, about an hour. Um, and so I began to pray about that. And one of my minister friends called me one day. He said, I want you to meet someone that lives in Bartlesville and has a, a counseling um, place. And I want you to meet him. He's got mine, a mind for ministry. Uh, outreach, and I said, okay, so we drove to Bartlesville, and I met uh, Bob Brown and Millie Brown, and uh, he, at that point, gave us the green light to move up here and start holding services in his counseling uh, business, and so I said, that'd be great, but looking at the room, I said, we're going to have to knock out a wall, and he said, let's knock out a wall. And it was like a house. Yes. That had, he had put it move, made into his own business it's a spot here in Bartlesville that, that has like some house. smaller mm-hmm. places yes that look like homes they may have been at one point but they're businesses now and so we knocked out that wall and began to hold services there and then we outgrew that place which wasn't hard to do no it was very small and then from there we moved to a storefront our last service in that building we didn't have chairs for the next service we believed God sewed some chairs that we had sewed, not sold, <laughs> but sewed them as implanted them. And uh, in the service that day, a lady was listening to the Holy Spirit and told her, he said, you can take care of that. And so she sewed the money for us to be able to get chairs, and we got them, ordered them at Sam's, went and picked them up, and moved into the storefront that next service and uh, began to meet there. Then we had great services there, great prayer services, worship services uh, there for a period of time. Uh, we had other another church even join up with us. But then from there, we outgrew that spot, went to another building that uh, worked out for a period of time, and then we had to make a change there. 
And then so from there, we began to meet in a Jewish building that did not have services, of course, on Sunday. They had theirs on Friday night um, for the Sabbath. And so we were able to rent that for a very small fee um, on Sundays and Wednesdays, and we stayed there until we needed to move again, and then we purchased an old elementary school, uh, McKinley Elementary, uh, 1550 South Keeler Avenue. Such an amazing miracle in how we got that as well. Uh, maybe we'll have to tell that one of these days. Yeah, it's cool if you haven't heard it. Um, but we moved there and then grew from there uh, some more. And then from there, we sold that about five years or so later. And now we're here at the Washington Park Mall, and we've got details on that, how God worked that out as well, and we'll have to tell those one of these days. But now we're here at the mall, the church in the mall, and having a great time, the mall management. Uh, first, the general manager was Rhonda, uh, and then now it's Michelle, and they're both just so wonderful to us, and they've always been open to whatever we needed to do, or what we needed help with, um, and Pascal here, the grounds manager, he's just awesome. Yeah, I agree. Just incredible um, examples of God just moving and miracles and mm-hmm. stuff just being given to the church, and not not because you know the Stroops are incredible, even though we are. Um, just because we believe, not because we beg, no. Not because we drop little we hints out there. We just believe God to yeah. make God it happen. God speaks to people, and then they make just the show impossible up. possible with it. Yeah, they do, and we we put our faith out there. And gosh, it's you could write a book on just what you've done and how you've moved into the ten years that you've been a established church. I believe that would be a cool book to mm-hmm. talk about all the miracles and all the things. That have story happened after story. story after story. Maybe you should do that. You're welcome. Well, that's part of when I was... <laughs> Book number great one. Great idea. Yeah, when I was... You. Well, I've already started a couple, but um, <laughs> one of the things when I was associate pastor with Pastor Phil Clements and I was vacuuming in the sanctuary and the Lord spoke to me when I was vacuuming, he said, concerning your church, he would interrupt me and just talk to me about it when I wasn't even thinking about it. He would say, Con- he said, concerning your church... You're going to have to close your eyes and open your faith. And so that has been the entire heartbeat Mm -hmm. of our church, of everything we've ever done. We have never stepped into a place where we did not have to walk by faith. We've never been able to be dependent on ourselves or just the people. We have always been dependent on God, and we have closed our eyes and opened our faith. So anybody that tries to tell you walking by faith doesn't work, uh, trusting God doesn't work, we have seen the opposite of that and watched God come through every single time. He has never failed us. Things may not look like we preconceived them to be, but when God brought in His goodness and His perfect will, and we aligned where we needed to be, then we saw how God was working the entire time. And you are very careful to pray and wait. And you're very patient, more patient than anybody I probably know, to let God move. 
in your life in the church because and and because of that really great things have happened because you've not just been so excited to go to the next phase that you just made poor decisions um and i think that's important too to remember that you're you're a good leader in that way that you pray and wait and you listen to the holy spirit and you involve other people and what they think but also you wait on god because if we hadn't waited on god there could have been some more rocky roads for the church as a whole well i said sunday everything monday i was preaching at a church and i said everything i preach i preach by practice Mm -hmm. not by perfection right um there's been rocky times there's been times i've missed it but there have been times where i've uh, learned to be patient like you said and just wait Mm -hmm. and maybe in the natural being a dad of five girls has probably (laughs) contributed to the contributed to that um but yeah i've i've learned to just i've tried to wait i know how anxiety will try to rush you i know how people can try to rush you and i have tried to learn to just wait on the lord and while i'm waiting on the lord doesn't mean i'm not doing anything it means i just continue serving him as i am and as he speaks as he he directs then then we move with that but i have watched too many ministers step out with excitement and not have any experience, and not wait on the Lord, um, and end up getting ahead of God, or or sometimes falling behind. Mm -hmm. And I've always tried to keep my heart in that place where that doesn't happen. And when it has, I've tried to be quick of repenting of it and realigning, because I understand every decision I make affects my home first, and then the church, and then me. And so I've tried to always keep that in mind, to be able to lead uh, by the leadership of the Holy Spirit. So he's 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 a great pastor. Yes, he is. And he helps me every single day. Yeah, that's awesome. Good word, Pastor David. Praise the Lord. <laughs> so we're gonna wrap this up in a few minutes. Um, but I want to quickly, before we move on to part two, maybe of, of getting to know Pastor David and, um, Amanda, what, I mean, we know, we love Bartlesville. You and I love Bartlesville. It is our home. It's not always been our home, but it's our home now. We love it. I can't wait to get back every time I leave. Yeah. Right. We're always so excited to come back. Even when we go on vacation, we're like, oh, so ready to be home in Bartlesville because it's such a, we are connected to it. I would say that we just we really do love it so tell me what your thoughts are on Bartlesville and what you what we're doing now and what you are seeing for the future of Bartlesville I love Bartlesville Oklahoma I love the people I love the way this town runs when I read things on social media where it's boring there's nothing to do I'm like boy these people must never leave the house because it has a rich heritage here, uh, wonderful people. Um, in the same way that oil sprung up here, we're believing God for revival, for the power of the Holy Spirit to spring up here, and we want to be a hub for the Holy Spirit. There was a word given to us several years ago about we would be like a dock where ships would come in, get their cargo, what they needed, and then go back out and take it to where its destination is. And we see that the same way here, that even though Bartlesville is just 
a small town, but it having a huge impact, not only locally, um, right here, but in its region and then in surrounding states, cities, states, and then, of course, into the world. Just like Jesus said, we're going to take our area, like he said in the book of Acts, go, uh, you know, Judea, Samaria, and into the othermost parts of the earth. And so the message that God has given us here at Victory uh, to close our eyes and open our faith, uh, to preach healing, to preach the word of faith that is important in this time more than ever because Jesus said in the last days people's hearts would fail them because of fear. And fear, fear is, is not only an emotion, it's a demonic spirit to overcome. And the reason you can overcome it is because Jesus already overcome it. So we want to release faith into people's lives here in Bartlesville. We want them to hear something different than just the typical church message. And we want to change our city. We want to have influence in our city and government situations in the political atmosphere. Um, we want the, the city, we want people to uh, eventually as we grow for people to be able to come to us even first before they'd even go downtown because they realize the impact that we have made in our city, have me having measurable results uh, in crime coming down and homeless, uh, the homeless community being ministered to and, and there being a place uh, for them to come and um, just all kinds of things with families and uh, for people to truthfully be ministered to, not for them to just come and take, but for them to learn the life of faith, apply it to their life, and to begin to move mountains out of the way be jesus be jesus exactly right to be moved with compassion and mm -hmm. do something about the problems to realize we are the answer to the problem because jesus is in us we want to be answers right yes i think part of our um it's not our mission statement but we don't want to just be a handout facility to people right we want them to have their needs met but also get healing in their hearts, healing in their bodies, in their minds, and to really change their lives and not just, oh, here's some food and we're sorry that you're in a tough spot and we'll see you next week. Well, it's exactly you know? what Jesus did. Yeah, he didn't just leave them empty-handed. Right. He Go met and their sin need. no more. And then they never forgot him. Oh, that's good. They did not forget him. Yeah. We're still talking about him. I hope I we mean, are over 2000 years later. Isn't that he's still not everyone is, but we right, are right. And we understand because he's still alive and active yeah. in the church and in, in wanting to save the world. And so that's what we're going after till the whole world knows. Till the whole world knows. That's not the melody, but it's still pretty. Oh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> well, I think that pretty much sums up unless you want to share anything else about that's a quick uh, cliffs, cliff notes. I always say cliffs, and you're like, that's not cliffs. It's cliff. <laughs> the cliff note version of VWC and where we, where we came from, where you came from, from a uh, preemie baby to God healing you. I love when Grandma talks about she stuck her hand in the incubator and prayed for you and laid her hands on just believed God. And I mean, because yeah. back then... It was rare for babies your age. I think you were like 20, 24 weeks, maybe 23 weeks. Six babies, months. Yeah, well, I mean, babies didn't live back then like that. I don't like math that. very well. You don't math very well, no. Mm -hmm. But back then, 
you just you had a lower chance of living for sure being that preemie so mm-hmm. just incredible what god has brought you through and we'll talk we'll continue to talk about that stuff and you'll get to share with the people yeah and, you got um, a little bit today yeah kind of like the bible little. it's 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 complete but not exhaustive this is like a appetizer to get you started not exhaustive <laughs> just a little taste of who we who we are as a church so if you made it this long we hope that you've enjoyed what you heard and that you will smash that subscribe button. <laughs> we were joking earlier because I hate when people say smash we need that to come button. come in and say Yeah, she does. She can do line. our outro. Maybe that'd be a good idea. Yeah. Smash that. I'm like, just say press or don't say it at all. Like we all know how it works now. Well, yeah. most Follow of us, us. Like us. Not a, oh, I was going to ask that you that. Yeah, turn that bell on. Ding, ding. I don't know if there, <laughs> I don't think there's. I think you is can. Is that YouTube? Yes, but you can turn on the notifications. So yeah, turn on your notifications for the podcast. Which we're on YouTube. You can search yes, us are. at Victory Bartlesville. That was going to be my next question for you. Yeah, we're on Instagram. You mm-hmm. can go to Instagram.com forward slash open your faith. Facebook.com forward slash open your faith. Twitter is actually the same, but underscore open your faith. And then Pastor David Stroop 3 uh, is how you can look us up on TikTok. Tiki talk. Yeah. Learning that world. My daughter yeah. is gonna teach me how to edit videos. Yeah, that's it's it's a that's a wild world, TikTok. Mm-hmm. But we're trying to just And be Rumble. Open. We're gonna be on Rumble soon. Oh yeah. Case Facebook, YouTube, <laughs> Instagram, Twitter, TikTok kicks us off. And then you can always, of course, just go to open your faith dot com and we'll have things available on there as well. That's the best place to go. Open your dot com. That's the website. That's where you can, that's the launching pad mm-hmm. for where you can find us. So, you know, like a, like all of our stuff, we hope you like us. We hope you love us. Um, we're still going to be pumping these out because we're just ready to talk about Jesus and talk about the Holy Spirit and talk about God. The great things that are going on at Victory and In spirit and truth, right? Yeah. So thanks for listening this evening, this morning. This afternoon, whenever it is, whether it's a repeat or the first time, send us a message. We'd like to hear from you. Um, send us topics, yeah, questions topics. you have, biblical questions. Uh, we we'll get into all of that. Victory I love a good debate. Open a good your fa- oh, he loves explanation. It. Yeah, he loves to debate. Doesn't care who it is, old earth, me younger. included. Holy Ooh, Spirit. Yeah, we're going to talk Spirit. about what's some topics we got. Let's let's. Uh, it's about we're about at minute forty, so you know we could go. You could go for hours, so I have to well, cut you off. But we'll get into that in the next one. On what topics? Ooh, okay. yeah. So they're, come, they're thinking. Come back next we're week. We're going to go, and they keep talking. I'm sorry. The typical preacher. This is how I do. Too. In closing, uh, maybe I'm not the one to end either, because I struggle ending things as well. When I'm talking. Well, as long as I'm not transitioning from the piano no, straight we're not to the doing pulpit, that. I can do it. No, we're not doing that. And that's what's funny about that is you don't look like you struggle, but I know you don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll end this one today. We appreciate you. I'm going to have David pray, but um, come back and we'll talk about some different things about what we what our heart is to talk about on our podcast. And we're just going to talk about everything. This is going to be like a... Pop faith. Blessing of anything and everything you want to talk about. Buffet. We're just going to, a buffet of the Holy Spirit. And we're just going to break it all down and just chat and have a good time. If you don't like to laugh, this is probably not the podcast for you. Because I like to laugh. In church. And, and what? 
for real. We like to laugh. We like to cut up at each other. And we love Jesus. So, Amen. Lord, I was going to say Lord something, but we'll let David pray and then we'll peace out for now. You don't have to call me Lord. Okay, I I'll won't. pray. <laughs> God, we thank you for this time and for the people that are listening. And Lord, I pray that as they listen, as they hear us, that the anointing goes into wherever they are, into their situations, and that God, you heal them, you deliver them, you save them. I thank you, Lord, that people repent of their sin and they confess Jesus as Lord. And God, I just pray that the Holy Spirit is able to take control of their lives as we surrender, as they surrender, and Lord, that your kingdom come, your will be done. Lord, we pray that the kingdom be revealed, no longer concealed. And thank you, Jesus, that they open up to it, Lord, in every area of their lives. In the name of Jesus and all of God's people said, Amen, amen and Amen. And Amen. Awesome. You're the best. Good job, doll. Love you.